Hello and welcome to another episode of Voices from the Frontline from the Christian Medical Fellowship where we hear from healthcare professionals on the front line of the COVID-19 crisis and today I'm joined by the perinatal psychiatrist and I'm delighted to welcome Abby who is a perinatal psychiatrist from South London. Welcome Abby. Hi John, hi. It's great to have you with us. Now um, first question I'm going to ask is for some people listening they may not um, know exactly what you do as a day job so can you just uh, explain what what day-to-day looks like for a perinatal psychiatrist? Yeah, so I'm a general adult psychiatrist and I've chosen to specialise in looking after mums and babies. So that means that we look after women and their mental health between when they get pregnant up until baby can be up to one year old. And it's around providing mental health support to women who have got moderate, generally moderate to severe, sort of the higher end mental health needs who might be particularly vulnerable or particularly at risk of becoming unwell with mental disorders. So classically women who may have a a history of of becoming unwell with their mood or psychosis who are going to need that bit more support in pregnancy and afterwards and trying to make sure that they stay as well as possible and if things are going wrong that they're getting the right support quickly and and the families are getting the, the care around them that they need. Fantastic, thank you. And so I'm imagining that you know, with with in the middle of a lockdown and people unable to to access you probably face to face. I'm assuming what what sort of impact is this having on on these families at the moment? So I think it's been really challenging both for maternity and for psychiatry because a lot of the work that we do is very visual. It is very person centred. It's very much about the human connection, having those interactions, those conversations being able to see the baby, hold the baby, have those sort of interactions with with the families. And I think it's been quite challenging because women have often, at a very vulnerable time of their life, felt quite isolated. They may have restrictions on who can visit, who can be providing their childcare if they're relying on older relatives, and really just quite a difficult, quite a memorable time of their lives anyway when you're having a baby, be it your first or as in some cases, they're eighth or ninth, it can, you know, add a whole new dimension to it. And it's something they're going to remember anyway. And it's going to be really sort of skewed and affected by this, both on a, a practical level and also an emotional level. So it's about those ladies that we may already be looking after and how that's going to impact on their, their mental illness, but also how we support staff looking after women who might not have mental illness, but are understandably struggling with everything that's going on as well. Wow. So there's a, yeah, a lot to, lot to take on board there. I mean, for you, for you in, in your role then and for your colleagues, um, what difference has this meant as you seek to support, you know, these women and these families at this, yeah, this intense time, I guess, in their lives? Mm. Mm. So we've learnt a lot of new skills, as I'm sure everybody has, a lot of digital technology and sort of looking at how we can employ things like video links and doing FaceTime with ladies. Some of the, it, it's really interesting actually to see how much bureaucracy disappears in a time like this. So some of the information governance restrictions or the, the sort of the limitations that it can take years and months to get past when you're trying to do things like have new ways of communicating. Suddenly that, that seems to be less significant within trusts and within places that you're working. So in some ways there's been some 
useful changes and refreshing things around what we've been able to do but it's about trying to maintain that regular contact with ladies be it by phone be it face to face but also you know we have had to be a little bit more discriminatory about who we're taking on as new cases how we're supporting them and and having lots of good communication with our colleagues in maternity midwifery general practice to make sure that if we're not taking those ladies on or if they're needing advice then then we can send that out disseminate that around other people so that it's not a case that women are just left with with nothing there so it's being a bit more creative using different means of communication and talking to our colleagues in other areas regularly and each other so we've implemented things like a twice daily phone call catch up morning and evening to check in on any practical or other issues that might be coming up and then having a face-to-face teams meetings regularly so we're maintaining contact where we actually see each other visually as well as a team which I think is really important and especially in our our role we very much work collaboratively it's not Mm. one person looking after one patient it's there's often two three four people involved in in one case so it's trying to maintain those those communications and and get that up and running which i think we're getting there after after week one great no well then that's great thanks emmy um and you know as a christian and as a psychiatrist have you had any thoughts about uh, about this how is your faith sort of impacting the way you're approaching um, this particularly intense season of life. Yeah. So I think it, as with everybody, I think everybody takes stock a little bit, don't they, at times like this and thinks about values and priorities and what's important. And I think it's been interesting to see some of the things that we're doing in work being mirrored in what's happening in things like churches and small groups and just how the importance of continuing that connection as Christians is as important as connecting as colleagues so things like making sure that we're having weekly zoom calls or face-to-face link-ups for prayer with home groups live streaming church really in some ways we're using very similar means to to keep that contact and it just sort of enhances the importance of, of maintaining that sort of Christian links with each other and and looking at how that that goes in the, in the workplace as well brilliant and just as we sort of finish off thinking of um, many people struggling with mental health conditions at this time, obviously increased levels of anxiety and stress, I think in everybody I've met, um, anything that we can be particularly praying for, 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 for people like that and people that you're you know, meeting with and working with day to day? So I think it's about praying that people aren't going to be sometimes labeled with things that may not be a particular disorder so I think one thing that we're being quite careful of and to pray about is that it's treated with kindness and compassion but that it's also treated for what it is if people are worried specifically about COVID or coronavirus and it's not getting tied up with pre-existing mental illnesses so praying that people won't be feeling stigmatized or feeling that they can't experience anxiety or be unwell at this time because of everything that's going on and I suppose as with everybody it's praying for the the professionals at the front line and for the maternity colleagues who are having to deal with very different and very difficult circumstances sometimes around deliveries and births and and just helping them maintain their own well-being in the face of, of those challenges. Thank you Abby it's great to have that insight into the life of a perinatal psychiatrist particularly at a time 
like this, when actually the pressures on, on mental health for all of us are, are increased. And a reminder to be praying for, for those of us uh, in our churches and families, um, in our workplaces who struggle with mental health issues at this time. CMF are producing a number of resources and also highlighting many other good resources out there um, around helping with mental health at this time. You can find those on our website, cmf.org.uk. It's also a reminder to join us to pray. Pray for issues like mental health at seven o'clock every day. You're welcome to join us on our hashtag COVID-1900 prayer, which is live on our social media channels and you can catch up later. You can send prayer requests to prayer at cmf.org.uk. That's another episode of Voices from the Frontline. I look forward to seeing you here for another one. Bye for now.